you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Sharp Lessons back for another NFL team win preview. Sitting across from the wonderful Professor Nate Jacobson. I'm Ben Wittenstein. Sharp lessons time. So, Nate, we've done the AFC South. Now it's time to do the AFC West to finish off all our AFC. And you can go back and listen to all our AFC team win previews. I think they're all pretty good. We love the Colts over. I love the Dolphins under. We've got some good numbers, and hopefully you can get them soon. Or if maybe if you wait, you can get even better numbers. Yeah, it's always an interesting time of now when to bet because a lot of numbers have moved and they're kind of been shaped in the right direction. And now you're just kind of looking at training camp reports and maybe yeah. some preseason games where there's a full slate that begins tonight. So now you're trying to just kind of decipher what's important and what's not, what's noise, which is always a fun time this time of year. I but hate it. I hate it's it so the much. real dog days of summer where we're just waiting for real games to be played and just kind of following people's Twitter accounts with training camp. Yeah. We're hoping for, uh, what, from the Steelers camp? Just really bad news coming from the Steelers camp so we can hit their over? Yeah. So on the AFC North preview last week, we talked about the Steelers and how we wanted to bet them, especially if they got to plus seven against the Bengals in week one. Yeah. And I said, like, keep coming with these reports that Mitch Trubisky doesn't look good <laughs> in camp. The next morning I wake up, I think it was Roto World tweets, like, Trubisky not up to speed of Steelers offense. So I'm like, good. keep pumping this in. Let's get plus seven on Pittsburgh. I'll get take, from the gods. I'll take Mike Tomlin all day long getting a touchdown in a division game. Oh, yeah. Listen, that's that's what we have to do. And that's the Just way. against the Bengals. It's against the Bengals. That's the way we're going to try to start thinking for the show. We're, we're trying to improve. We did really well on the NFL and college football bets last season. We're in the green. We were making people money. And we're just going to try to improve on that this year and really hit some of these numbers. No favorites as much as we can stay yeah. away because usually people love betting favorites. So going to try to get some money on, on teams that are you know in the plus. And now we're on a division which, no exaggeration, might be one of the best divisions yeah. in NFL history. You have a team – the Kansas City Chiefs priced at ten and a half. You have two other teams kind of hovering in that ten, ten and a half area with the Chargers, the Broncos, and then the last place team. Their win total is eight and a half, and they made the playoffs last year. So, an amazing division, an amazing collection of quarterbacks in this in this division. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I don't have like a strong take betting wise, at least from a season long perspective. It's on that these hard teams. of a division, though. That's the thing. Uh, they're going to be great games to watch, especially when they play each other. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be opportunities to bet on and against these teams, maybe even as early as Week One. But I don't really want to tie my money long term in such a division division on like this, where there's a couple pr- a proven commodity in the Chiefs and then a couple teams in the Broncos and Chargers who have elite talent and now really good quarterbacks but there's still a lot of questions just because they haven't done it recently with this group of players yeah it's a very difficult decision because I can you can see like what three teams 
who can beat up on each other. Yeah. I can see the Broncos going off this season. Maybe Russell Wilson Absolutely. finds a new breath of life and starts becoming an MVP candidate again. And who knows, the Browns go on and win 11 or 12 games and, and beat up on the Chiefs and the Chargers. So it's it's really, really hard. I didn't. I came into this not really having an over that I really liked. I like an under, uh, and we're on opposite sides of that. So you let, yeah. let's have you start with the team that you like for the over. So I mentioned the Chargers and Broncos, yep. teams I expect to be better, improved, but they're a big price like they're going to be better and improved. And when yep. it comes to any sort of betting, it's all about price. And I could see the Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos all being kind of rated similar, similar <laughs> all rated about the again. same. But the Chiefs are a proven commodity. Yeah. In the four years with Patrick Mahomes starting with Andy Reid's head coach, they've won 12 games three times and 14 games once. And their win total is down to 10.5. I think a large part of it is because of the competition in the division being so stiff. But also, if you look at the Chiefs' schedule, it's one of the toughest in the NFL. But you're just asking a team that has won before with a quarterback still there who has won so many regular season games just to win, go 11 or 6 or better. And I think I would have to go with the Chiefs if I was forced to play it under. Am I going to play it under before the season, 10.5 on the Chiefs? Very likely no, because the first seven games for the Chiefs are an absolute bear. They play at the Cardinals, host the Chargers, at Colts, at Buccaneers, host Raiders, host Bills, and then at 49ers before a bye week. So I can see a situation like last year where the Chiefs start off slow, they start off three and four, and then they rattle off that big winning streak that ended, I believe, was in the last or second last week of the season at the Bengals. So I think the Chiefs are kind of in a situation like last year where you can get them maybe at a good number to win the division or win the AFC maybe after the first seven weeks of the season, and then they have a bye week, and then they play the Titans. So I think that would be the bye time on Kansas City. So I do like the Chiefs a little bit over, but I am definitely going to wait to bet their adjusted team win over or a future on them to win the division at a better price than what they're currently sitting at, at plus 155. Nate, you make strong arguments. You really do. But I think I have to go with the Chiefs under. And you mentioned some of the reasons there. And I do. And I think the fact that you're not super convinced, at least you're like saying maybe wait until midseason to bet it over. Just because that schedule. Yeah, it makes me feel a little bit better about the Chiefs under. And and I think with the Chiefs, because everyone in that division too is, you know, people are expecting a rebound season from the Broncos. People like the Raiders. The Chiefs are always going to be, for me, at least since they have Patrick Mahomes, a little bit overpriced. So that number at 10.5 to me, it just seems a wee bit high with how difficult their schedule is. And we have seen the Chiefs also during the regular season, if they know they're going to have at least a good shot at the playoffs, they're not going to go all all gas, no breaks. You know, they're going to kind of calm it down a little bit. And we've seen them get into spots where, you know, they feel like they can win games. And they're really trotting it out first quarter, second quarter. They get down a little bit early, and they're like, we're the Chiefs. We can come back anytime we want. And they end up not being able to do that. And I think we're still going to continue to see that into this season, kind of that hubris getting involved with with what they're doing. And that's not a good way to do it with the schedule that, that they have. Oh. And that's that's the problem. I mean, even towards the end of the season, they have three straight road games, Bengals, Broncos, Texans, Texans they'll be able to whoop, but it's still on the road. So that's, I mean, that's going to take a toll on them. They play just an insane amount of talent 
this season. Well, the hardest schedule in the NFL, like you said. So I just think the under seems like the realistic play to me. They can win 10 games and still get the under in this play if you're getting 10 and a half. I, I, I mean, I can see a nine-win season from them. That's that's a quite a big statement to make just because yeah. Mahomes is still and one I get of the it. best quarterbacks in the NFL. But who does he have now around him? He's got Kelsey. Yeah. I, I, McCole Hardman's fine. Juju Smith. Maybe we see a Juju Smith this resurgence. Schuster, uh, I don't know. Mark has Valdez Scantling. Yeah. yeah. So it's not you know the most. Con- There's a lot of to be proven for in terms of the wide receiver weapons. Yep. I wonder if it's a lot of Travis Kelsey, although he is getting old. But maybe they rely a lot on on the running game a little bit more and take a little bit of pressure yeah. off Mahomes. It's still a good offensive line. They brought in a lot of new pieces to that offensive line last year, so I would expect improvement of year two with that unit. It's just something where I don't see a need to bet the under on a team that is that very Mahomes. good. Yeah, and it's just like it's it's a risk. It's it's def- definitely, definitely a risk. like the schedule. Like make like the ten and a half is probably a good number because of the schedule. Yeah, but then you have the great equalizer, which is Patrick Mahomes. And uh, another thing in terms of schedule, the first eight games, including the after the bye against the Titans. Four of them are prime time games. Three are like late afternoon, 325 Central. And then there's one game at noon at the Colts. So I think the concern with betting the over on the Chiefs is like how many prime time games can they get up for? Yeah. Because you're playing like big spotlight games every week. Yeah. And they I know do the a schedule, Sunday night and Monday night back to back. Yeah. So that's that's tough. And out of a bye, they play Sunday night at home. So I think that's the buy point on the Chiefs for me before week eight for their bye week or before week nine when they actually return to play. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting team to see this year because yeah. they're going to be like when we do our preview podcast midweek when we're kind of like looking ahead to the big games that weekend, the Chiefs will probably be heavily featured in a lot of those games. Because they play, the, play some of the biggest games of the weekend. Um, and I know week one they're playing at the Arizona Cardinals. They're a three-point favorite in that game. I know we'll talk about the Cardinals in two weeks when we do the NFC West, but it's a really intriguing game for me because the Cardinals have played pretty well early in the season under this Cliff Kingsbury-Kyler Murray partnership, but they don't have DeAndre Hopkins. So maybe the Cardinals pick up where they left off last season and never get off the mat like they did last year when they started off as one of the more dominant teams in the NFL. But then the Chiefs on the road – three-point favorite it's like a game that's i'm having a lot of trouble trying to figure out what happens um and, that, and that's and a big Mahomes, game for the chiefs to to try to go over because after that chargers colts at the buccaneers raiders the the bills which last year in the regular season the bills beat the chiefs pretty handily on a sunday night and obviously the bills are going to have a huge playoff revenge angle there and then after that having to go to the 49ers on a on a late afternoon game like that's just asking a lot of a team to play so many big games so yeah it almost sounds like i'm talking myself into the under i, I was about to say i think it's like join s- team under come on s- sell the chiefs early maybe Listen, and then I, buy them late just like last year how long is it going to take mahomes has never played without tyree for this for a season right he's he's gonna have to learn how to yeah, adjust without but, his number one wide receiver he's gonna have to figure out how to develop chemistry with juju smith schuster that's gonna take time i and think it might happen a good quarterback like that will get the most of his receivers and i think that um he'll figure it out i just i'll, I'll trust the elite quarterback and a, and a head coach who's 
damn good at his job. Yeah, it's possible. But listen, I, I think that that's going to take time. In my opinion, I think it's going to take time. I guess. And Mahomes as well. I mean, you look at his stats and defenses are, have been figuring him out slowly but surely. And I think especially now that he's been in the league a decent amount of time, defenses have plenty of tape. They know how to stop him. And now it's at the worst time because he's losing his best receiver. Yeah. He's going to have to figure out a whole new offense, not a new offensive system, but new offensive personnel to deal with at a time when the defenses are now really figuring him out. I think more for me, it's isn't a, a over on the Chiefs, but I'd rather play over on the Chiefs than over on the Chargers and Broncos just because those teams are being priced so far up. Yeah. And I have some – the love the talent on both teams i just don't feel comfortable as comfortable betting on them getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking what's your secret begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only 14.95 bite clear aligners are doctor directed and delivered to your door treatment costs thousands less than braces plus they offer flexible financing Accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Chargers, I can't figure out for the life of me. I, I honestly have no opinion so much whether talent, to go though. over or under. So it's much talent. So much talent. But we've seen in the past them completely fumble that talent. <laughs> so I don't know. I've been betting the Chargers since they were back in San Diego, and I always thought they were the most talented team that would always eventually improve, and they would always lose close games under Phillip Rivers, and it just kept happening every single year. Yep. And I know finally in one of Rivers' last years in San Diego, they went 12-4 2018, and then got demolished in a divisional round game against the New England Patriots. Uh, but other than that, it hasn't been a very pretty history for the Chargers, but on paper, they look very intriguing and then the Broncos I'm a big believer in Russell Wilson I think the issues in Seattle were all Pete Carroll's faults yes and that Wilson was being held back because Seattle's defense wasn't good enough and that they played a more conservative style uh, because Wilson um, because their defense just would be on the field too much because Seattle would score too quickly and when especially at 2020 season when Wilson was awesome for like the first eight games but yeah, the bye week happened and a, it all went downhill right it's a first a year head season. coach and Nathaniel Hackett comes over from Green Bay but Green Bay had an offensive minded head coach in LaFleur plus you have Aaron Rodgers who's probably calling a lot of the shots I think it's asking a lot of Nathaniel Hackett to be amazing right away. And it could have very well happened. And maybe Russell Wilson can shoulder a lot of the responsibility there. But I don't think Nathaniel Hackett should like deserve a lot of credit or something yeah, I mean, get for a, what happened with the Packers the last few regular seasons. I mean, get an 11-win season in his first coach, possibly, if you're betting the over 10, 10 and a half. You know what? Yeah, I just... I you really have to believe. I mean, everything has to go right for that to happen with this team. Russell Wilson can't right. have like a transition year. Hackett can't have that first-year head coaching mistakes. You know, there's a lot that has to go right. For them, and you can. That's why I think there's a big variety of numbers because you can get ten and a half at specific sites, yeah. heavily juiced on the over. But then it's, you can get nine and a half. It's pretty much ten. Like yeah, there's ten. Um, so even, then you're expecting them to win eleven. Right, eleven to win. Like win the bet. That's a lot. Yep. 
And I guess, though, if you do like the Broncos, bet them before the season because they start off with their probably their two easiest games of the year at Seattle on a Monday night, which obviously is the Russell Wilson yeah, I mean, revenge be, game. Yeah. We, we talked about them last show, um, a very interesting, um, not betting angle, but the not revenge. I don't even know if it was a revenge angle, but it's familiarity between uh, yeah, Jaguars coach Doug Peterson and Washington Commanders <laughs> quarterback Carson Wentz. So there's a lot of awesome games in terms of storylines yeah. that would be like normally fly under the radar because it's not like two elite teams. But they play at Seattle week one and then have their home opener against the Texans in week two. So the Broncos very much can start off 2-0. and And then maybe that's even a time to jump in on the Chiefs or another team yeah. in the AFC West that you like because the Broncos, after that, the schedule gets a lot tougher. So I, I really like the Chiefs under. I think we can convince you to maybe take the Chiefs under preseason and then uh, maybe live bet them through the, the regular season. The, for the win total over when if they lose a couple of those first games i out of principle i Couldn't can't go under you. on Mahomes. <laughs> that's fair before the full season i'll bet against them and maybe All like right. maybe i'll bet them in week two when they're hosting the chargers and are more than a three-point favorite that's right. a time I to maybe bet against them but i don't want to tie my money up to bet against patrick mahomes who i still think is the best quarterback in the nfl i could buy that uh you have an under team yeah, so one and team we haven't talked about really. Right, yet. the Las Vegas <laughs> Raiders win total eight and a half on the Raiders, a team that I've really ragged on the last few years, especially the John Gruden Mike Mayock partnership. I just did yeah. not like the way they drafted. I did not like the way they kind of built their roster, but they would still find ways to kind of get lucky and win games. And then last year, Gruden resigns. They kind of were a team that looked like they were in free fall, and at one point. Uh, look like they would like had to run the table basically to make the playoffs and they did against four pretty good, good teams i know yeah. maybe they caught some teams off like covid well, i know the browns when they had that covid stuff going on around christmas and then or the week before christmas and then the colts the week after christmas with carson wentz getting covid and not practicing and they them holding off that upset against the colts and then week 18 winning that crazy game against the chargers and now you have a new coach, Josh McDaniels, who I think he's all right, an upgrade of what they used they've had, but I still am not 100% sure he's as amazing as maybe people think. They have a new wide receiver, Devontae Adams, to pair with his former college teammate at Fresno State, Derek Carr. So there's some definitely good things, I uh, guess, about the Raiders. So far. You've only said good things so far. But – it's a tough division. I like the other three teams better. Okay. Last year they went four and zero in overtime games. They just like won a lot of close games, kind of like a weird magical year. And I can just see regression from the Las Vegas Raiders. I still have a lot of questions about the offensive line. An offensive line that two years ago was a really strong unit, and that they gutted last year. And maybe they've overachieved as a unit last year. But Derek Carr, when he gets pressured, is definitely not a, an effective quarterback. Uh, I guess a lot of quarterbacks aren't, but he's definitely one who does not like pressure in his face. And the uh, splits, the statistical s- splits show that. So I just think that in this division, the schedule, the uncertainty about Josh McDaniels and not ready to grant him as like a great offensive mind in his second stint as a head coach. He was the Broncos coach a while back. I think that just leads me to not wanting to bet over on this team, and it's either under or past. If they were in any other division, this would be like an 11-win team, probably. Maybe. With the talent that they have on offense especially. 
But I think the fact that they have to play both every team in their division twice, you know, that's that's really hard. Yeah. And maybe they go 500 from that, but even then, if they go 500, it's an uphill battle. So I, I don't know, and I don't know. De- Devontae Adams immediately is going to make that offense much better, and Derek Carr is a really good quarterback for him to be dealing with. But defensively, I know they tried to make a little bit of improvement on the line, but I just I don't see them improving that much defensively for them to compete well with some of these other teams in their division. Um, and then they, you know, outside of their division, they don't play the easiest teams. They have to go and play the Titans. I mean, that's going to be hard to play the Titans on the road. Playing the Saints on the road is no easy task. They have to play the Steelers on the road. Right. You know, there's a lot of these road games, non-conference, it's tough. They're tough places to play. They're, they're going to have to travel three time zones to go play in Pittsburgh week 16. So they, they weren't handed the best and easiest card being in the division and the schedule on top of that for the non-con doesn't help them out that much. I can see where the logic is for the under. Yeah, and there's some some long road trips. We have the Saints and Jaguars in back to back weeks. Yep. Um, and they also so their first 15 games, nine of them on the road because AFC teams play nine road games this year. So then they end the season Jeez. with two home games: 49ers at home on New Year's Day, and then last game of the year hosting the Chiefs. So nine of their first 15 games are true road games. Uh yeah, they're true road games. I, was I mean, they could they had a they had a London or Mexico City game, but no, those yeah. are other teams. They could lose their last six games in a row: Chargers, Rams, Patriots, at Steelers, 49ers, Chiefs. They, yeah. could, they could they could lose their last six games in a row theoretically. Yeah, it's a tough end of the season schedule for the Raiders. So that's two primetime games in there too. Interesting to see, and and they have a division game week one at the Chargers. Chargers about a three and a half point favorite. The last time I checked, I think it was four at one point. Um, something to note in that game: the Chargers are the home team. But okay. The Raiders used to play in Los Angeles, and it's going to be a Raiders home game. I remember yeah, last year they played will. on a Monday night. And the Chargers won the game, but it was – I think they had to go on a silent count for part of the game. So, uh, week one, that should be a very interesting yeah. game. Just a lot of good week one games. I can't wait for uh, about, what, four weeks from today or a month from today. Yeah, uh, counting down. Not, no, not the, that uh, anyone's counting. The uh, Chargers. Yeah, four weeks from today is the first game of the year, the Thursday night game in L.A., and then three days later in L.A., the Raiders come to town. It's exciting. I'm, I'm really excited. And yep. you know what we have coming up next for our next episodes? NFC. NFC. Going over to the NFC. So we've done all the AFC now. Again, you can go back in the archives, listen to it. A loaded conference. It is. Yeah, for this AFC West squad. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. Again, our overs, uh, well, you took the Chiefs over. I took the Chiefs under. Uh, You like the Raiders under as well. I have no idea what to do with the Chargers. (laughs) I can kind of – you can sell me on the Broncos under also. I don't super have a favorite over team in this conference. Who do you think wins the division? Or division? (sighs) Man. If I had to go with anyone, it'd probably be Chargers. Okay. Because that sticks with my Chiefs under. Yep. Broncos, I don't see them winning a 10 or 11 games, sure. to be quite honest. And you'd have to think with the talent the Chargers have, at some point Definitely. they break through. At some point they break through and actually become a good team into the playoffs. Definitely. This is the year, maybe. <laughs> Brandon Staley gets figured out. I mean, we did talk up the Colts last episode, um, and the Chargers are, I think, another team where they – I'm not sure they actually would have been a dangerous out in the playoffs, but having Justin Herbert on your side, anything is possible. Yeah. Maybe that they're still undervalued because they didn't have that potential playoff run last year if they somehow would have made it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you have Justin Herbert, third year, expect huge things from him. 
I still think Brandon Staley is a good forward-thinking coach. Hopefully they convert some of those fourth downs and they see improvement in that area, and and that'll help. So uh, interesting team with the Chargers, a team that I think there's like a wide range of outcomes where I wouldn't be surprised if they won like 13 games. But also, if they go like eight and nine, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I mean, they have good players at every level defensively. Derwin James, Khalil Mack, yeah. Joey Bosa. I would say the Mac Bosa par- pass rush partnership, very strong secondary. Uh, J.C. Jackson, the big acquisition from the Patriots or free agent signing, just kind of shore up that um, secondary with Derwin James and some other good guys that they've drafted recently. And then on offense, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. It's Definitely a, a lot of options that Justin Herbert can throw to. Uh, let's see if they can turn that into uh, more victories because last, last year they dropped some games they shouldn't have, including a, a game in Houston when they were a double-digit road favorite. Yeah, and it seems like every single season we have this conversation about the Chargers. Fun team, good quarterback, yeah. talented roster, and it always comes down to them either being a really stupid, stupid team and dumb decisions on the field to having just like weird coaching moves. The past like three seasons, it's been yep. through two different coaches. What 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 was the decision there? Why do they make that play call? Why are they going for it here? It's just been such a weird ride for this generation of Chargers rosters and players and team that it, it's such a volatile team. That's why I can't take the over under at all. But if I'm if I have to bet anyone to win the division, no, I agree. It's gonna be the Chargers. As weird as that sounds. Yeah, and for me, it's just I like the Chargers. I just don't love the like betting over ten on them. Yes. So maybe they win a ten. Maybe they can win it with a with a ten win yeah, season. Possibly they definitely could win. Like I said, thirteen games wouldn't surprise me. But in terms of an over under, where you're kind of looking for a team that maybe is less volatile, uh, the Chargers don't fit the bill for me. And plus, if you're betting the Chargers now in mid August, you're not getting the best number. This team was probably nine no. and a half in the spring. Um, so if you missed out on it, no worries at all. Don't tie up your money on a bad bet when you can just bet individual games and get your money and turn it around and, in hopefully like a week or something. There you go. Great advice from the professor. That'll do it for this episode. We got the NFC next week. Enjoy your weekend, everybody, and uh, go make some winning bets. Mm-hmm.